Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome back to the Under the Scope podcast, where we discuss music. Uh, I'm your host, Will Brost, and uh, joining me is Patrick Anderson. Patrick the Podcaster, how's it going? That's what they call me these days. That's right. It seems excessively long. I mean, Mm -hmm. Patrick is fine, but every time I talk to you now, (laughs) you make me refer to you as Patrick the Podcaster, and it gets a little old, so... I have to start, I have to really start, you know, shaping my brand up a little bit more. So that's, that's what I figured would be the best name for me. Absolutely. You got the alliteration going. That's the only thing that I do. It's just podcasts. (laughs) What a, what a fucking life. Um, Yeah, right. And as often as we do too. (laughs) Right, like once every two weeks or so. Yeah. You're just... I'm just chilling otherwise. You're just preparing that two weeks for this moment, this hour, where you get to talk about this new Chance the Rapper album, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you listen to my thoughts, then you can tell they take (laughs) weeks and weeks of just intense preparation, eight hours a day. (laughs) I admire the dedication, because I was not that dedicated this time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, let's... That's why they don't call you Will the Podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into this this album here. Um, Chance the Rapper, right? Finally releases his debut album uh, called The Big Day, and uh, just some brief summary of uh, who he is and how his career's been uh, to this point. Uh, he's a Chance the Rapper is a rapper, you know, no deception there. He's mm-hmm. also a singer, songwriter, and um, activist, I guess you could call him, uh, from Chicago, Illinois. He's very involved with his community, does a lot of good work, um, etc. Uh, musically, uh, in 2012, I think, he released the mixtape 10 Day, uh, which generated some, some significant buzz. Um, in 2013, he released his second mixtape, Acid Rap, which like really put him on the scene. Um, it solidified him as one of the best young hip-hop artists in the eyes of many people, uh, including my own. I-, I was a pretty big Chance the Rapper fan at that, at that time. Um, the uh, critical acclaim only went upward from there. Uh, the popularity only went up th- from there. Uh, Coloring Book in 2016 was his third mixtape, and that's where he just kind of blew up. Uh, That album has a Metacritic of 89 out of 100, which is higher than I remember it being. Um, Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's like like album of the year stuff um, in what was a pretty good year for music, so congrats to that. Yeah. That's that's no easy feat. 89, that's 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 a good job there. Um you know what the pitchfork score on that album is 9.1 yeah that's Isn't crazy that that's crazy yeah i don't know if it's just like how they review now maybe they're more strict now but i don't think there's been a nine album this year and only like one or two uh, last year big thief oh that's right big thief yeah they big thieved yeah they, they, <laughs> is that the verb now is that like i don't know i don't, I don't know what that was anytime they it, big thieved. anytime pitchfork gives a nine out of ten now patrick's like oh they big thieved them <laughs> there it is that's what it is. i yeah. love it you just coined a new phrase by accident that's incredible all right um that's how it happens that's, so... that's jonas salk shit <laughs> from here on out i am using that term um so you know, 
all three of those projects I mentioned, they're all mixtapes. Um, so there's been a lot of hype generated over the past couple of years around Chance the Rapper's debut album. When's it coming out? What's it going to be like? Well, it's here. Um, the big day is Chance the Rapper's debut album. It's still self-released. He's still independent. Um, but I guess this is technically an album now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it currently has a Metacritic of 72 out of 100. Hello. It has a Pitchfork score of 6.9. Dude, dude, 6.9. What, dude? Bro. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it has the elusive second time in history score of 0 out of 10 from Anthony Fantano over at the Needle Drop. Um, zero. Zero. Like, hey, man, a 1 out of 10, is it that good? No. Not even. <laughs> It's, <laughs> to be fair, I think he gave it a strong zero. So it's like on the zero yeah. out of ten end, it's yeah. like yeah, right. It's for a zero, it it's for, <laughs> right. It could have been worse. <laughs> out of all the zero out of ten albums, it's not bad by comparison. Um, where do you want to start? How do you, how do you feel about Chance the Rapper? How do you feel about this album? I'll, I'll let you start well, wherever you want to start. <laughs> I thought that it, it was interesting just talking about the fact that this is technically the debut album because that's the perfect way to describe it. It's just technically yeah. a debut album because it doesn't like nothing about it feels any different than, you know, especially like Coloring Book when he re mm -hmm. that might as well have been his debut album. Mm -hmm. no, this I one is nothing else has changed in his professional life nothing else has changed with how he's released it it's just more tracks i just so i guess that's how you categorize it i don't know yeah I, I guess i just assumed when i saw it was an album that he joined like columbia or good music or something but he didn't like as far as i know he's still independent so i yeah i don't know the semantic difference between what's a mixtape and what's an album um but if you're going based off of I guess quality of what you hear this is probably less of an album than coloring book was yeah 100 percent. yeah i i definitely definitely agree with that so there we go let's get into now the just just the album yeah right as a whole right so because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if i mentioned in the intro i can't remember if i did or not i'm a very i'm a decent fan of chance the rapper uh coloring book was like the year it came out it made my top 50 but not my top 40 like it was in that gap there so i liked that album acid rap i love acid rap like it's one of the best projects of 2013 to me um i really enjoy uh the surf album he did with the social experiment i think that's like a really interesting yeah. collaboration project um yeah so going into this oh yeah go ahead uh, yeah, I listened to that again recently, just out of curiosity, and I do still like it. But it, that definitely has uh, not aged as well for me as maybe like acid rap is oh, the, still really good. Yeah, you yeah. mean surf, or is that what you're yeah, talking about? Surf. Yeah, surf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I probably might agree with that. I haven't listened to surf in a while, um, but I, I listened to acid rap the other day because it's now on streaming, and for me that holds up pretty well uh, as far as my I would agree taste. um so are you i guess before uh i kind of we kind of get too deep into the woods here are you a chance the rapper fan like how, how are you generally with chance the rapper 
I don't know anymore. <laughs> it, <laughs> it has caused a lot of reevaluation in my life. It, it actually, that's a fair point, because it makes me now question, like, I don't think it's true because a lot of people have a negative reaction to the album, but I'm starting to think, like, have I outgrown Chance the Rapper, or were those early mixtapes as good as I remember they were? You know, like, this album is so not good in my opinion that it's making yeah. me question i'm having like an existential crisis um yeah that's what this did <laughs> <laughs> the it's the big day it's like the big day that i realized like i'm old or something yeah. like that <laughs> there has it has been a long time since 2013 it, or it, whenever acid rap came out it really has like that's six years ago a lot has happened in six years um it's kind of like oh, vamp yeah. weekend like vampire weekend's last album was in 2013 and yeah that's a good point and, you know, while most people liked that record, I felt a pretty decent drop-off in terms of quality there. So, I don't know. It, this album is... Um, I can't, like... I'll kind of get my brief positives out of the way, I guess, because I feel like we're going to spend a lot of this review just bashing yeah. it. Um, so yeah. And, you know, and Ch yeah. Ch Ch Chance is a good guy, or it seems like he's a good guy, um, so I, I do kind of want to be nice to him a little bit early. Uh, one thing you can say about Chance the Rapper is that he has personality and he does have personality here and the album is more interesting because he has an interesting personality I'll give him that I'll give him that some of the featured guests are pretty good and I'll yeah. It, yeah, yeah. this album at times has some interesting musical moments to it it has some charm to it but that's really about it as far as like general positives I can take away from this album. What is there anything you liked about this album? I I definitely agree with you that there is some charm to it, but I don't. It's like it, it, it's the most basic level of charm. I've seen mm -hmm. Chance be way way mm -hmm. more charismatic and charming before, and this one has just the most basic level of like He's just not trying anymore. Just I'm now I'm in the room and that, that's enough, mm. right? Like that kind of level of charm. That's it's a really good point because like by chance yeah. standards, this isn't very charming. But he's like coasting off of the charm that he's already left behind. I mean, I he he definitely seems to be enjoying himself on these tracks, but like it comes off to me as like more cringy than it does like wholesome. But I will say mm -hmm. I do like the ideas on a good amount of the tracks like i like where he was going with it mm -hmm. there's sometimes i'm like this could have been really well done if it you know was flushed out a little bit better and then i will say that some of the features are pretty good yeah um on here there's the there there are a few moments of like oh that was pretty cool oh and the some beat choices i actually genuinely like yes yeah i agree um, with that just a few of them. I mean, there's 22 tracks, so there's bound to be at least a couple of <laughs> good beats. But um, yeah, there, there there are a few. Like I like uh, I, I like the um, slide around beat quite yeah. a bit. I I think that might be my favorite. If I have a favorite song on this, I think that might be my favorite. Yeah, it's a it's a Pierre Bourne beat. You know, he did. You know, Yo Pierre, you want to come out here? Like he's he's been a pretty good producer the past couple of years. Um, with yeah, his... I like the I like the minimalism of it and 
Um, I like I like the way that the chorus is interpolated and in it. it's like a nice rhythmic, you know. I love that bass line. Yeah, yeah, that song I can actually see getting some like radio play because it's not it's not weird at all. It's if anything, it's more generic than like yeah all the other songs on here. Um, but I the do Nikki I feature do like that is pretty beat. good too. Nikki had a couple pretty good features on here. Uh, like she's mm-hmm. she did pretty well. Um, I was kind of I I like Nicki Minaj, but I'm not like a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. But you know maybe it's, I like her. Yeah. Yeah, I I think like her her like solo stuff I don't really like, but when she's featured on a track, I like genuinely like it more than you know than I expect. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like the monster verse, I guess, is like a an instant. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, that's like the standard for. I mean, that was that that's still I mean the best like right. feature I've ever heard her on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but. Yeah, the mostly from my positive aspects on this are just like solid ideas. Yeah, I can I can get behind some of the ideas on here, um, and uh, some of the beats and a couple of the features, and that's yep, just pretty much it. I it, there's not a ton, not not a ton else that I, that's outstands. So not a t- if I'm if I'm reaching. Right, right. Yeah, not not a ton of positives. It seems like, from the perspective of how did what did Chance the Rapper bring to the album? Like we're talking about the some of the beats are good. We're talking about yeah, some of the other guests are good. Yeah, <laughs> not not I a mean, lot of like Chance the Rapper made this song good. It, it, yeah, here. so it so it goes to show like again maybe I don't know maybe he maybe there's some creative exhaustion there or maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe it was just we got what we got, and we didn't realize at the time where it was going to go. Yeah, I actually do kind of want to do like a, a retrospective one day where I listen to Ten Day Acid Rap Coloring Book and this, and see if there's like a notable drop off, or if it's just been like, hey, I was twenty three or whatever, twenty one, mm-hmm. I guess, whenever Acid Rap came out, and I was in college and life was good and that was a fun album and so i don't know if there's any you know i really need to kind of yeah. reevaluate I mean, who i am <laughs> yeah <laughs> there it is see there's the existential it, it quandary coming that, <laughs> that chances put us both in <laughs> oh yeah uh so yeah no other positives for me before we kind of just get into it here um i will say i guess it's worth mentioning a lot of the charm and like excitement that chance has on this record is because thematically the big day is his wedding day and so a lot of the songs here are about his relationship some of them are about the wedding day itself um but you can tell he's like really excited about his marriage or at least like presenting the idea that he's very excited you know Um, right yeah so you know as far as as far as uh you know negatives is there anything you want to focus on i imagine we'll kind of do our our classic uh here's some bad lyrics segment um but oh yeah sure. I've, yeah I've, I've written some down i think one thing i want to point one thing i want to point out is i think you already addressed it but this is 22 songs and it's 77 minutes and once again this is just the overly long rap album made for the streaming world where more streams equals more money so you may as well put all of your filler on the album 
it's driving me crazy. It's, I mean, it's an epidemic at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's there's definitely a trend that we're seeing here with that, and mm-hmm. it, from a business model, that's I guess yeah, it makes sense. But oh man, I mean, it's just I, I don't see how you can create an album without an immense amount of fat when you're doing that. I mean, right. It's uh, anyway, but um, yeah, that that one, that one is honestly the twenty-two tracks. Mm-hmm. It's like it is, it is a um, a bad thing. I'm not huge on it because there's not a lot of quality. There is a lot of filler mm-hmm. in that, mm-hmm. but it's not even the worst thing on this. It's that within those twenty-two tracks, there's barely like anything that <laughs> I come out with where I'm like, ooh, that was worth it. Ooh, that was worth it. Ooh, that was worth it. Yep. <laughs> like there's like there's there's not really the, it, every song has something that I'm like uh yes. You know, even like slide around. Like I think that song is probably my favorite on there. It's at least the one that like has stuck in my head a few times. Um Big Fish is got kind of it's got a cool beat to it. I like that beat. Mm-hmm. But like even both of those songs like there's something so fucking irritating about them and just like <laughs> corny and just and just half-assed and you know mm-hmm. production wise they're great and features are pretty good but uh but damn it's you know chance chance the artist yes did nice. not really bring it <laughs> there's i'm kind of in the same boat where there's a couple songs uh that i take as being like some of the better songs on here but by any regular standard like i wouldn't really care about them like eternal with smino i thought was kind of cool uh the beat has like this nice groovy throwback kind of synth funk to it that is pretty interesting um and it's one of the songs where his rapping isn't like obnoxious he's kind of rapping in a regular flow and cadence i'm like okay this is like a tolerable song um and I thought some, uh, Sun Come Down, I thought was, I actually thought it was pretty interesting lyrically. It's like, I, a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I made a note about that where, like, I I was saying that I really like, this is my favorite idea yes. on the album. And I was, and I when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really like the idea of it. And I think the beat is really pretty. But like it's this like like the the obvious lyricism in it like when he's talking about like oh make my make my death about my life like mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what a funeral is that that's <laughs> like that's, I get yeah. what he's trying to say but it's like he he's not he's not communicating it he's not communicating like you know his uh, acceptance of his his of death and he's and him trying to live his life to the fullest or whatever. That's the idea, right? Yeah. He's making it basically seem kind of like a, like he's like, uh, like he's saying like, don't hologram me. Don't, you know, if you make a documentary about me, it's like, dude, like step back for a second. Right. <laughs> yeah. Make it's... a good album first. People aren't going to hologram you with these songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's, it's an idea. It, it's a pretty good idea, but the execution isn't, fully there like the there's a lot of interesting thoughts behind what he's saying but this 
it, it could be expressed better or at least thought into like more deeply i suppose like it still ultimately comes up it comes off as like a little bit of a shallow analysis of yeah how one should be treated after they die i, I don't know it, it's a little too simple but at least it yeah. wasn't like one bad simile after another bad simile like most of this record is yeah so i appreciated right. it for that <laughs> so yeah, um, that's uh, very, very low standard, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's an incredible standard, really. It's quite a quite a bar. But by the over. end of but by the when you get to the when you get all the way through to sun come down, you're like, oh my god, thank God right. that there is not the, you know, just another one of these like fucking you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'd take your pick out of any of these. <laughs> let's go on the run <laughs> oh gosh that one um it, let, since you mentioned that that's a good example um there's some songs here that like it starts off pretty kind of interesting and then like mm-hmm. it just gets like almost instantly ruined by some bad decision and then there's some songs like let's go on the run where like the bad decision happens right off the bat and I actually kind of like the rest of the song behind it, but like the chorus on this is so annoying to me that like I was out as yeah. soon as oh I heard my it. God. <laughs> I was. It's so it, it's so irritating. Yeah, it's so irritating. <laughs> but like when I get to the verse, I'm like, okay, the bouncy piano beat. I kind of like that. He, he's matching the energy of it. I kind of like that. But then he goes back to the chorus where he's talking about you know, hugging and kissing, and it's really overly schmaltzy. Um, yeah. Past the point of, like, ironic enjoyment, and it's it's just, like, ugh. It's like, he's he's kind of close on a lot of these songs. Like, there's some ideas yeah. where he's just, like, one or two a great, steps. A great example of what you just said, because there's a, you know, there are plenty of examples of, like, right off the bat, you're like, fuck, what the hell just happened? <laughs> um, with, you know, and, and you're like, and... and it happens within like a period of like oh this is cool oh right like that kind of thing uh a good example of that for me is rue that's yeah song. yeah okay i actually i i actually kind of really uh, was like i i liked the way that it in, that it came in kind of reminded me of the um uh what is it? mile high that the beat kind of with yeah. the, the james blake song with travis scott a little bit kind of with just that like seesaw kind of beat yeah, um, it's a little eerie kind of, kind of like yeah 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 exactly yeah so i was like oh this is kind of interesting very uh very different than some of the other tracks that had come before it but then chance <laughs> just hypes himself up way too much like <laughs> is this the one that's like man of the house is that this one I, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> but I, at the beginning of it, at the beginning of it, he comes, he comes in, and he's like, you know, got kind of got subdued, you know, uh, like, you know, just a subdued, like, oh, oh, moody kind of like voice going on. It sounds pretty good. And then he just like goes up into that high register, just shouting, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> and it, but it's too much. It's it's far far too much because the lyrics are not very good of what he's saying he's just too psyched and it's like oh god it's like that cringy thing where you're seeing this dude get like too excited about something that's not really actually that cool at me next time man come on what are we doing right here? <laughs> no that's that's a really you good... know what i'm talking about man <laughs> 
No, I actually, I actually agree because like his brother does a not so bad job on that song too. Yeah, like yeah, Taylor he definitely Bennett, outshines him. He he does, he does, and it's not like he's one of he's not my favorite feature on the record, but he's he's fine. I was like, okay, Taylor Bennett, not bad. Um, mm-hmm. I guess one more example I have of this whole like, okay, you're digging it, and then it just kind of falls off. I wouldn't say it totally fell off, but once he starts rapping on "I Got You" always and forever. Um, I kind of, yeah. I kind of lose. I actually really, really enjoy like the first minute of that song where it's like the '90s R&B style. I like, uh, I guess Ari Lennox is her name. I love her voice on it. It's it's cheesy, but it's almost like intentionally a throwback cheesy song. Okay. I dig it. And then Chance starts okay. rapping, and then it's like, all right, well, what are we doing here? So, it, I don't know. It's just another yeah. example where like, Chance, what are you doing? <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah, I I I I don't care for that one oh, okay. like very much at all. Um I do I do I think this was an example again of an of an idea that I liked because mm. you know, what he's the do it for the one on the like that like uh that like that you know, like playground hip hop nineties beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like what you're saying with like the record scratches and things like that. Yeah, cool yeah. idea, good right. idea. But from like for me, it, it again comes off as this like half baked idea of like, oh, you know, <laughs> remember when hip hop was like this? Oh yeah, yeah that was like <laughs> the best. And then like, you know, just not really thinking it, not really an homage to it, more of just like a like just just getting wrapped up in the nostalgia. And there. Mm-hmm right there is a word a poisonous word that can be applied to this entire album is just obsession with nostalgia and fairly unhealthy way from what it seemed like yeah there's a a couple nostalgic moments that made me kind of they kind of took me back a little like in terms of like okay it's i don't get the purpose of it like found Mm -hmm. a good one i guess is like a it's a traditional like hip house song and that's like an older genre and it yeah. is i mean it's again you know we can talk about execution it's not good but the idea of even just like having a song like that after sun come down i was like eh it seemed like You're a, right yeah it seemed like a cheap appeal to nostalgia and then um i guess one of the skits has uh is it cree summers who's the voice of uh Susie carmichael oh, from uh yeah right, right yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. that's an obvious like Hey, Rugrat. Like, if any rapper was to, like, have the Susie Carmichael voice come on, yeah. it would be Chance the Rapper. Like, it's almost yeah, a parody exactly. of it. Um, I think he, And it was like, yeah. she's supposed to play this little kid again, and she does that iconic little kid voice. But at this point, like, she's, yeah. like, older. And so it just... And you know who, you know who she is. So right. it just right. sounds like, you know, it just sounds... What's her name? Uh, like, Cree. I, I want to say it's Cree Summers. Yeah, Cree Summer. It just you you can hear it. You're just like, oh, that's this woman doing this baby's yeah. voice. It took me so out it, of it. It takes it takes me out of it completely. It's like like it should have just been uh, honestly a little girl, like any little girl, like his niece or something, his yeah, own daughter. Right. That would have been yeah. <laughs> any of that. You have a daughter, yeah. <laughs> I uh, as far as you know, I really like your point of um, just kind of you know decent idea bad execution so i did want to ask you about one song how you felt with because <laughs> i think the execution is 
pretty atrocious and we can talk about that but how do you like the idea of the title track uh, uh featuring francis and the lights where it's like this this um kind of acoustic yeah. repetitive like chorus instrumental break chorus instrumental break and then this weird chaotic climax and then i don't know that's to me that was at least an interesting idea yeah i don't know how you felt about that um the execution yeah. i thought was just fucking terrible but yeah oh uh i i think i can i agree with you on the execution also mm-hmm. totally thought it was bonnie Vare, justin <laughs> vernon for like the first couple listens until i finally was able to see features mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i was like oh fuck what francis and the light because i've listened to francis and the lights before and i'm not a huge i'm not a huge fan of his because like it, it is it's it's this like oh this is bony bear this is a guy that is trying mm-hmm. very very hard to be bony bear yeah um, he's and he's had so, him featured know, on earlier projects too and i wasn't a fan yeah. of his appearances there either so yeah yeah so not a huge fan of his but i thought like i i thought that the um I thought that the idea was interesting. The chorus was kind of interesting mm-hmm. and the beat was again, interesting. Uh, I like the minimalism of that. I like the airiness to it. I like the, I like the thought of the only way to survive is to go crazy into the yeah. like that kind yeah. of thing. Um, I do like that idea. I think that again, it, it, the execution just uh, just didn't really work. It just didn't work. And this is the thing. Yes. Okay, so Kitsy Ghost did it, right? Yes. Kitsy Ghost did that yeah. with, Kanye, with Kanye on the beginning um, of... Uh, I can still the, feel the love. <laughs> yeah, on Feel the Love. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I loved that that aspect of it. Good I thought call. it was. I thought it was fantastic. Yes. Um, Beat Switch helped it out a lot. All that was really good. I think I see that that's kind of the idea that Chance is going for on here, which is fine. Go for it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he, like, in the middle of that, you have, like, these backgrounds of, like, people are like, oh, that shit is so hard. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I hated that. I hated that. I was like, okay, like, it completely takes you out of it. Like, this is that, if that's supposed to be a conceptual idea of the only way to survive is to go crazy, why the fuck? Why are you making it look like a, a purposeful studio thing? You know what I yeah. mean? There's no, it, that t- completely takes away the uh, the the immersiveness, the idea yes. of, of that. Yes. So, it, so, again, terrible execution. Could you imagine if like De- Death Grip, half of Death Grip songs are like that, where it's just like it automatically just busts into this like chaotic stuff? And could you imagine if MC Ride or Zach Hill in the back was like, "Oh, nice, good one"? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> like, what even is that? Like, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah, really no. good point you made because I I appreciate the attempt of him doing something odd, and I really really like the idea. Uh, I guess the concept of the song. But then if I say that enough times, it feels like I'm defending the song, which I'm not, Mm -hmm. because ultimately I do not like listening to it. But it was one of the few songs that I thought was actually interesting from, I guess, a writing standpoint. Um, So I wanted to give some props for that. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. That was the that was the great taste, bad execution. (laughs) What's the sub? What's the subreddit like? 
R G T B E. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where that that's where this song belongs. <laughs> that's yeah, and there's a I think you can put a lot of the songs on this album into two buckets where it's either like obnoxious as heck and I can tell he's trying, but it's just really irritating. Or mm-hmm. he's not trying at all and you just get a tolerable yet ultimately pretty boring and or generic song and that latter bucket is mostly like that stretch from handsome big fish uh get a bag slide around as much as i like some of these songs like the production of them they're all kind of generic and they don't feel like chance the rapper songs Um, yeah yeah it feels it feels like he's chasing trends which is something that chance has never been very good at i mean that's what made acid rap so good is because it was it was him being very much himself and there was nothing else really like that at that point exactly and that's a that's a great segue into ball and flossing um because <laughs> i i know you have a thing with sean mendez so i'll get to that in a second but uh my notes for this song are basically uh like this is the same guy that made acid rap like he <laughs> yeah. used to be he used to be legitimately interesting because he was making f- music that was really fun and accessible, but like no one sounded like him. And <laughs> now he's, <laughs> he's this independent God and he's doing like the biggest sellout song I've ever heard <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with Sean Mendes. Sean fucking Mendes. <laughs> yeah. Go, go. I know you don't like Sean Mendes cause you've tweeted about it. What is it about him? <laughs> I want to know what is it about Sean it's... Mendes? I mean, I'm not a fan, but it's like, what did he do? Did he, like, kick your dog or something? (laughs) It is. It's just, it's everything. Just look at him. (laughs) Fuck this dude. (laughs) This dude. He's got, he's, he's, he's one of the least creative people, I think, in the music industry. He's not even that good looking. He just has the most average fucking punchable look to him. And he doesn't contribute, he doesn't contribute anything. If Sean Mendez was to leave the music industry just like that tomorrow, <laughs> It would not be a yesterday style plot where, where somebody comes along singing his songs and everybody's amazed. It would be somebody singing his songs and they'd be like, dude, shut up. That is really fucking irritating. He, he, he's, he's like uh, he's like the guy from yesterday, except uh, Justin Timberlake's music doesn't exist. And he only kind of remembers like a third of it. But he's trying really hard. <laughs> and the only one part, and the biggest songs that he remembers are from Man of the Woods. <laughs> All he can sing is say something. It's, the, the rest of the world remembers, like, Justified and Future Sex Love Sounds. Yeah. 20, but, like, Man of the Woods does not exist. And honestly, does it exist in our universe? I there isn't much I mean, trace of it, you know. Like no, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. But I, don't, ref- I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> he references flannel, the song, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh my god, I need to go to the writers' room." <laughs> yeah, 
yeah so that's that's my <laughs> that's my irrational hate for it's it's uh he's an instant whitewash that's what i'll it's, say yeah it, that i think that's basically what it is yeah. you know i i think i look at him and i'm like oh this dude this is this is privilege right here it's, and yeah. that's you know I think featuring Sean Mendez is like, um, it's like an undersell because this is a it, it's a Sean Mendez song as far as I'm concerned. In the middle of uh, oh, hundred percent, yeah. yeah. How about this sequencing? Big Fish with Gucci Mane, Ball and Flossin with Sean Mendez, uh, Four Quarters in the Black, which is a skit, and then Five Year Playing with Randy Newman, and then Get a Bag. So how's that for just like <laughs> pro- proper sequencing? <laughs> <laughs> like that's how you sequence an album i guess i don't know that's his that's his like oh shit i have to put 22 tracks on this to get to get streaming numbers all right <laughs> that's the thing it's not even like a record label is restricting his creativity or forcing him yeah. to put songs on here in theory that's the whole point the whole exact the whole point of being independent is that you can put whatever you want on your record you you have un limited access to your own creativity you no compromising needs to be made and and yet even though he's already popular <laughs> he has sean mendez on these songs. this is this is the <laughs> dj Khaled jeff the congrats you played yourself <laughs> that's what that is right there that's okay uh to talk about the randy newman feature though too yeah yeah i actually got very surprising yeah. i very didn't know surprising. that was him at all no, no, me neither. Because they also kind of like warped his voice a bit, you know, um, which is fucking weird because it's Randy goddamn Newman. But that's what I was saying. I was like, I was like, why? I just basically said, what an underutilized Randy Newman feature. Mm-hmm. Like, are, mm-hmm. what? Like, are you kidding me? You're gonna, you're gonna have Randy Newman on here, and then you're gonna have him do this song. <laughs> right <laughs> fucking what right right no that's that's it a, just a it was point. a complete waste of uh, a, a complete waste of a name and complete waste of uh, a talented I songwriter al- i almost wish i didn't know it was randy newman because you're right it's almost like disrespectful <laughs> to bring randy newman on <laughs> to do his little bit warp his voice like he's a, a ghost or something and because yeah. I actually kind of like some aspects of the song lyrically, um, I think the lyrical structure is actually pretty decent, um, and it ends up being a Fucking decent song. But... Why do birds burp back around? I, see, no, 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 no. See, when you get <laughs> when you get too far into it, like after the first ten lines, then it gets to like uh, yeah. Apple Jacks and Cat and Hat shit. But before that, <laughs> I actually kind of, yeah. I, I actually kind of like it. <laughs> So speak, speaking of huge caveat, big caveat, big disclaimer. Will likes the lyrical structure. No, no longer valid after like the first four bars. <laughs> it, that is though. Yeah, that is a trend on this album, and it's yes. something that is like it's it's so there's so many just like poisonous things that like that that really ruin tracks on this. It's the nostalgia, it's mm. the like lack of creativity. It basically just feels like he really just didn't he really like i said creative exhaustion at the beginning that's what it feels like it really feels like he's just not self-aware of how uncreative he's really being at certain points and he's just like ah whatever we'll just mess around when he gets to the second part of the song 
it's a great point about potential like creative exhaustion um and it i actually have written down you know something i've been thinking about what what is his future like is he out of ideas where does he go from here is he just kind of like a macklemore type at this point that we shouldn't take seriously right. uh, can he come back to making what most people consider great music i don't know I mean, critically, this album is not doing terribly. It's surprisingly yeah. so. Seventy-two, like, yeah, you're definitely not proud of it, but it's not like Man of the Woods, if that album even exists, you know. Right, we're yeah. not even sure. So, and we're not gonna go look. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is like the Schrodinger's cat situation. You, you, you type in Man of the Woods in Google, and it's like Bear Grylls or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um yeah, I, yeah i don't know where does he go from here like is he just a is he a pop rapper entirely now it i, I don't know yeah i it is it, that that is a very good point i i don't know but yeah this because this album this album is this may as well not have even happened it, it offers right. nothing really right this is gonna this i think I, I don't know. I think fans may be have been liking it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Metacritic wise, the like fan score is horrible. But yeah. like, yeah. There, I mean, that's all. Fan scores on Metacritic are kind of strange because people usually just go one way or another on that. It's just straight up zero or right. ten. Best like, album ever, or like actively bad for the world. You know, like it's because <laughs> no, uh, I. You know, I haven't looked at a ton of fan reaction, but I was on Genius looking at some lyrics, which we're going to get into shortly here. Um, the Genius commenters, you know, you can, like, comment on the song. Not, right. like, not the annotators, but, like, the comment section. And they have a reputation, in my view, for being, like, overly positive all the time. Where, like, <laughs> the intro song, all the comments are, like... Oh, this is lit. Oh, Chance did another classic, and it's like one yeah. song into the album. There's a couple songs on here. I've never seen this. Even the overly positive genius community is like, yeah, man, this one wasn't good. I don't know about this. <laughs> I've never seen that. But then, like, on Hot Shower, I was. <laughs> they were like, yo, what is this bullshit? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I just scrolled over to it. Yeah, the, the top comment is, I don't know about this one. <laughs> That's like as negative as you're going to get with a genius comment. It's like, I don't know, man. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but if you go to other songs, it's like album of the year. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, which is a classic, by the way. Exactly. Like, every, like, it's always classic to be like, oh, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. But uh, yeah. so I think it's about time for a recurring segment on this podcast our, our favorite segment and and by exactly and, and by recurring i mean like we do this every time drake releases an album but i don't think we've really done it outside of that <laughs> so here's a, a to be named later segment of just like here's some shitty rap lyrics um <laughs> i i wrote a bunch down i imagine you likely did or at least have them mm-hmm. in your mind um, I figured we could just bounce back and forth <laughs> with some of these lines. Um, Let's do it. Because, <laughs> man, it's almost instant. Uh, in the fr- in the first song, he has a line. I mean, there's a bunch of lines in the first song. Um, but <clears throat> he says, 
uh, come out clean, looking like we jumped the broom and the dustpan. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's, half of these lyrics, it's like I get. They what don't mean. They don't yeah, mean anything. It's like who says it like that? Like. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the, uh, like, after hearing it, it's the John Travolta, the <laughs> lost John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, you look clean, broom's clean, is there anything else to that lyric or not? I don't that, know. Nice, okay. Yeah, good. yeah. Okay, you, well, yeah. I, I got it from the first track as well. We could literally just go through really track could. by track and just pick out a couple. Like, I might have, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the, yeah. The, one of the one of the on, obvious ones on mm. on the first track is life. Oh God, life. <laughs> <laughs> life is short as a midget, but mine's a little LeBron. It's again. It's, it's like, like why are you even? saying it like that who says it like that yeah yeah why a little lebron why not just lebron or why even mention lebron yeah right and why 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 even say life is short as a midget like why even do that like (laughs) so many better ways to say life is short so many right better. yeah little midget's a tough one that's a tough like that is like yeah that is <laughs> yeah that's tough reason yeah in, doesn't in the, doesn't again, doesn't sound good doesn't work nope. well and nope. that's pretty fucking bad yeah it's like thir- 30 seconds into the album too he's just dropping that um <laughs> it's, that's pretty good uh, um I, i'm gonna say a couple here because they both fit into this category of these aren't the only two but as far as I know, the only depth to these lyrics is that it's a reference to a last name, and that's all it is. So, example, right. that that summer left a couple marks like Groucho. Oh God! Get it? Because Groucho Marx is a person. <laughs> so, like, what's even? It, it doesn't even qualify as a double entendre because if if Groucho Marx had anything to do with like a summer or a summer leaving marks or something that would make sense i saw this genius annotation that it was like well the summer left a couple marks meaning it was painful and the word ouch is in groucho's name and so yeah so that's one and then he on a later song yeah. he says uh i got the keys like i'm keegan get it keegan, oh, yeah. keegan michael yeah. key right funny because key yeah. is his last <laughs> name now does keegan again if keegan has keys like if that's something famous about him, that's decent wordplay. All this lyric is saying is like, "Hey, I have keys." By the way, Keegan Michael Key, that's part of his name. That's all the lyric is. That's the entire punchline of the thing. So th- that's a whole special category of just like it's it barely qualifies as wordplay, and it's a stretch to even say that. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Do you have any more? I'm free. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got I got another one too. I, I mean, how long do you want to go on this segment? I've got it could go for a while. Yeah, I'll I'll give like two or three more. There's, okay, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give I'll give a couple right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them on the uh, on the song Eternal, mm-hmm. um, which not not huge on that song either. Oh, okay. Like okay, overall it just doesn't really go well for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. 
This one uh, actually doesn't come from chance, but it's still mm. really fucking stupid. It's, it's it Smino, comes from right? Smino, yeah. I want to pass the ball. I don't pass the ball. I'm Kobe. Baby, I ate it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> what it means. I want to pass the ball. I don't pass the ball. Okay. <laughs> All, <laughs> already a like. I want it. No, I don't. I'm good. Yeah, like, like, oh, like, just gave up on it real quick. Like, I want to do it. I no. do it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Kobe Bryant. That sounds like somebody that's like, like, ambitious but lazy. <laughs> that's. But then, uh, and then, of course, you know, you've got this brilliant. Oh, I'm Kobe, baby. I ate. It up. Oh, jeez! You know, God, now I do. Yeah, and he ate it up, which I don't know what ate what he ate up. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, okay, but, now I get why he said that. Thank you, Patrick, for pointing that out. At, yeah, it took a while, but you know, at <laughs> least at least he connected, passed the ball to Kobe Bryant to the number eight slash eight, like a homonym or whatever. At least he I did guess that. That's true. Most of the that, there's, <laughs> there's the positive out of out of that. Like Chance would have just left that. Like I want to pass the ball, Kobe War number eight or something like that. Like just left it. He would have just said that. I want would... <laughs> to pass the ball. Oh, remember when Kobe War number eight? And he say that too. Remember when? Because he's a nostalgia fiend. <laughs> hey. uh, there's a, a couple more lyrics I have under just this category of like what the fuck um so he says <laughs> oh man he says uh i see y'all in your suits like the cat in the hat yeah. i think he means like suits like you're wearing suits for his big day right but, but what the fuck <laughs> you have to you really stretch to make that work and then that... <laughs> <laughs> like cat in the hat too just like yep. uh, uh, uh yep here's a reference that's it that's exactly it that's exactly it same with like the groucho Marx thing where it's like it's just a reference yeah there's nothing else to it uh and then one i wrote down it's not similar but it's just like okay he said one living true god he make us booyah like, oh god yeah that one was just <laughs> like the, all right uh, yes. yeah there's i mean there's nothing to get but it's like who says that chance the rapper it's horrifying says um, I have one more, but did you have any more? Uh, go ahead and go ahead and read your your other one. So this this one I wanted to save for last because <clears throat> I listened to this album uh, while going on a pretty long walk, and uh, and it was a long walk with this album. Let me tell you, I was like dying for this <laughs> album to end. Just yeah, <laughs> by the end, it's it just <gasps> I was tired, and that's the thing. I heard this lyric, and when I heard it, I let out an audible sigh outside, and I don't think anyone heard me, but I, I sighed pretty loudly, <laughs> and then I rewinded just to make sure, like, I heard that, like, that was what I thought he said. Um, I want to say it's on Big Fish with Gucci Mane, like, at the beginning. Okay, all right. It actually took me a second. He said, uh... Ain't no diamonds in the chain, but it's independent. Like, oh, independent. Independent. In the pendant, no diamonds in the chain, but it's independent. Again, it's not a double entendre. It's just a pun. 
it's just a pun. It's like independent sounds like independent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say like I don't even know. I, I'm not even gonna try to justify that. That was just the most forced pun I've heard in so long that I actively was like, wow, we have ten more songs of this bullshit out loud. And, <laughs> and that was my least favorite lyric on the album. Bonus yeah, that's, lyric. That's pretty bad. And that that is exactly right. Like he they're not it's not actual lyrical uh no like double entendres that like are pretty common now to see right. and like i'm usually not a huge fan of them anyway but mm-hmm. at least there is some sort of merit to it these are literally just dad jokes like they're dad jokes they're puns they're references it's all it is yeah yep and uh i'll do a bonus lyric to end it on a good note because there was a lyric oh, i i got a i got a oh, whole yeah, i got yeah. a whole thing too real quick yeah go for it um and this may be what you're saying but this is not only one line but this is super special because (laughs) it it has not only one line that doesn't make sense it has three lines coming after it that don't make sense or are just very very unnecessary and this is right off the bat on the beginning on all day long yes yes it starts off with boy that advance gotta be bigger than diddy kong I need stock, and it gotta be Pippi Long. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop booping like Diddy's song. My next tour, it got eight legs like Daddy Long. Get it? Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> Pippi Long Stocking, Patrick. It's, it's genius. <laughs> Bigger than Diddy Kong. Like the, like, the, the smallest monkey in the DK the smallest. Crew. One. The smallest the one. The smallest one. Bippy long stocking, daddy long leg. I mean, like, <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> it, again, it's, and it's, we're coming. We're coming straight out of the gate with that. Like, <laughs> that's like the intro. It's like, why should I listen to this? He's album? like, get ready, guys. There are twenty-two tracks, and we bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been a while. You had to think of this. It's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrote down, I need stock, and it gotta be Pippi Long. Because it, yeah. it's great because, like, I get... It's, it's not even Pippi Long stock, it's Pippi Long stocking. Like, it, there's still yeah. a little bit of a mental reach you have to do to get even, to that. Even, even that even that half-assed reference was half-assed. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he just took the word stock and is like, okay, um... He may as well have just said, like, I need stock like John Stockton or something. Like, he may as well yeah. have just said something dumb like that. Because it, it's just as dumb to say Pippi Long. <laughs> I mean, just. <laughs> and then I don't I don't even understand the whole, my next tour, it got eight legs like Daddy Long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, a Daddy Long Leg spider has eight legs. Get it? It's a good bit. I just... <laughs> <sighs> just I, I yeah not anyway not but, a fan um yeah did you have any so any more or um let me, yeah i, I mean a, there are I more I'm, down, <laughs> i did write down the one true god booyah thing because i was like this this is like this reminds me of youth of group everybody at stupid <laughs> right, it is some like <laughs> it's like the hip youth counselor who's like yeah exactly, we're gonna get yeah. booyah with god you know or whatever is that what chance is going to become 
Is that what he is that, now? Is that <laughs> actually maybe maybe that's what we need to come to terms with is that he's actually just the cool the quote unquote the cool youth group counselor. I think that's the target audience for this album. Now that I think about it, it's like that is a good point. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna think like, okay, kids are gonna relate to this and we need to get the message of God out there and this yeah. is a good way to do it. It, well, it's a way to do it. They think it's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Not, not a good way to do it. I would, I would definitely not say that. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I will say there is my my last lyric. I actually thought was a pretty decent lyric because I don't want to say every lyric on this album is bad, just most of them. And I didn't actually even write down the lyric, but it's in the first song, I think, and I actually kind of liked it. He said something to the extent of like. He used to drop acid, now he drops classics. Something like that. And I actually thought that was kind of decent. The problem is that if he does have a classic, it's when he was dropping acid. Right. <laughs> That's right. the issue I have with it. Other than that, yeah. decent wordplay. I'll give him that. But, yeah, it's not even true, nice. in my opinion. So there you go. Ending ending on a positive note I get, there. like, a backhanded positive. Yeah. Here's a not <laughs> true lyric, but it was good wordplay. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you wanted to get to before final thoughts? I had a couple things I wanted to say, I think. Um, um, okay, I wanted to just mention really quick, yeah, how much time do we have actually really quick? At, I want to make sure we don't oh, yeah, go right. over. We're at, I mean, we still have a little over a half hour. Like, we're at 57 minutes. Oh, oh so. no, nice. We're, yeah. we're, we're good then. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention, because I, I have mentioned it a couple times already, the nostalgia thing, which I mm-hmm. really think is actually, like, poisonous to this album. And I just want to, like, point out, like, why. Because, like, Mm -hmm. he just gets so, um, I think that may be, that and then the self-importance of, like, I got married, isn't that crazy? Nobody gets married at as young as I did. Mm -hmm. That whole thing, I mean, that's just a fucking, one, untrue, completely untrue. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, (laughs) well, the whole, like, they don't sell marriage anymore line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, marriage is not anything that has actually been a part of like, like most artists don't talk about their their marriage in their songs. That's kind of a weird thing to do. Um. Anyway, but um. So besides that, it's like his, that that whole thing of him like feeling like he's trying to validate his marriage is feeling like a little uncomfortable over the entire thing, but. He, his creative source seems to come from this false nostalgia mm. that is like just completely ends up wrecking the whole album because like he the, the second track the do you remember with death cab for cutie yeah ben gibbard yeah ben ben gibbard from <laughs> death cab for cutie one all right so we see the the nostalgia choice there by picking Ben Gibbert to mm-hmm. sing the chorus because Death Cab for Cutie, they're still around but for all intents and purposes they are a nostalgia band because yes. there hasn't been very much uh, you know, in terms of high quality since transis- transatlanticism. Which was 03 I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and that is whether or not you like um, their other albums from there, that is I would say without a doubt the standout from them the classic so that that mm-hmm. alone holds some nostalgia factor to it mm-hmm. so there it is 
and and then that entire song is just about <laughs> do, <laughs> do you, you remember? remember when you were a kid and the summer you know was super long it's like yeah dude that's how psychology works a lot of shit happens in your life so you have perspective on things so anyway it's it, i one i hate that whole thing i'm not a fan of the whole like you know oh do you remember when you were a kid and you used to just like oh i remember. yeah that's that's how it goes like it's nothing wrong with growing up like you should try to you know be mindful and not get lost in like the you know and drive yourself crazy with like time going too fast right mm -hmm. well, obviously a good sentiment but i just i i want i just i just actively dislike that and then from there on out we just see it references to dragon ball z all over the place all on, over the place on we go high he uses the navi hey from I ocarina i actually yeah. like how that was used i mean i don't I thought it I, sounded I, good, but I agree with your nostalgia point. But yeah, I I I I like how it was used within the. Okay, this is what I say. I like the sound of it. Yes, that exactly. Yes, yes. But with that, it again felt like he was just completely overusing it because it, it was just like it was the standout part of the beat. And I'm like, yes. and, and I don't want that. It just sounds like a fan-made Zelda beat at that point. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it, it doesn't sound like a like a hip hop beat. It sounds like somebody was just like, "Oh, hey, check out this chill Zelda remix that I made," <laughs> and he's just nodding, going, "Hey, hey, hey, hey," like that over and over again. And then that's the you know one loving God. He makes his booty on too. So um, anyway, but so that trend is just yeah. throughout the entire album, and I think that that we saw that starting on coloring book and now i realize it and i'm like fuck this is that was chance like really diving back and and retreating because i don't think he has very many creative ideas and i think that it's like the nostalgia thing is a is a cheap way to get people to be like oh man i remember this and right. I really, really, I don't like it. I don't like that at all. I understand the power of nostalgia and how there is something to be said about it, but too much, way, way too much. And I think he's, that is the biggest thing I think he needs to get over is uh, retreating back into this nostalgia trope because it's it ruins things. Just completely ruins the creativity of a lot of this stuff. Well said. I, so there's I, there's I there's my rant on nostalgia. No, I I agree with that, and um, I think musically, um, there's a couple hip house songs on here. Uh, on Coloring Book, he had that all night hip house song. Uh, you know, there's mm -hmm. there's moments on Coloring Book where he's working with like Justin Bieber and stuff, and you know maybe people think those songs are good. I'm not one of them, but it foresees things that we see much more frequently on this album so it's like he took some stuff from coloring book that i personally did not like expanded that out and got rid of songs in the vein of how great or uh, right. angels you know it, the stuff i actually liked it's like i'm going they're going to the wayside because we need more room for other stuff so yeah um a couple couple quick things i wanted to get at real quick um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you know, I think there's a distinction I want to make, uh, cause we've reviewed some bad rap albums on this podcast, a bunch of them. 
Um, recently, we've discussed the uh, the Logic record and the Eminem record. Those are two rap albums that I think they're musically terrible, but also they have this extra maliciousness and bitterness to them that yeah. I just, I hate. Like, those are hateable albums to me because of that. Um, Agreed. This album, I don't think it's very good. I don't, I don't hate it as much because I think he's coming from a good place. In the Pitchfork review, I guess Sheldon Pierce was the reviewer, he said, you know, his failures here are, if nothing else, in good faith. And I, I agree with that. And I think there's a distinction uh, yeah. between like he's still like an over he's still a positive person. And I think there is something to be said about like he could have made this album and it's just about like the bitterness of marriage and having a wedding and like the bad parts of relationships and stuff. He could have yeah. done that. And I would have just hated that album. So at least he didn't go down a route where I'm just like, I hate Chance as a person after this. <laughs> like Eminem did. Um, that's true, right. So I think that that's a slight disclaimer with all of this, is like, I really don't like the music on here. Chance, I, I still want to root for Chance, um, but he's not giving me a whole lot of hope here. <laughs> so, Yeah, that is that is a very a very good point, because I was thinking about it like, musically i'm i might feel uh, you know I, I probably like this more musically than the logic record or mm -hmm. the m, &M record probably but it's really like i it, mean there's an argument to be made there <laughs> yeah like it, it could it could be but you're right i think that like uh yeah like uh, uh, subjectively it was just an easier listen to make even as long and you know as, as long as it is it still was easier to listen to make than those two records because of the you know yes quote-unquote charm that that it that it does have it has like a, a little bit of it i guess yes like the kid that that realized he said one thing that was funny and then tries to say it like 10 more times <laughs> yeah party. yeah it, it yeah. gets annoying but you can't I don't really hate. He's the just kid super for, excited yeah. about it. He's like, "Yeah, I did it. I did it." You know, it's it's hard to hate the overly, genuinely happy person in comparison to like Eminem, who made an entire album about how much he hates critics because they didn't get his pseudo intellectual political bullshit album. And now I'm yeah, going down right. that rabbit hole again, and I can hear the anger in my tone as I just, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. This album didn't make me angry. It made me very annoyed at times, and it made me pretty disappointed in who Chance the Rapper has become musically. But he still, you know, he still makes positive music. He's still doing good in the community. I can't, like, I can't totally trash him the way I trash Eminem or Logic. Yeah, um, I will say this. At least it made me laugh. Yes. Yes, you know, at least at least at certain point, and not, but not in the way that I'm sure Chance wanted <laughs> wanted to think <laughs> yeah. I, it, would, it would make me laugh. Like with Hot Shower, would you know? God, that made me that made me laugh because of how fucking cringy it is, and yes. like, but at least it, you know, at least the way that it's you're right, the way that it's uh, like like presented is not something like Logic and Eminem were. It was just nothing nothing there to connect with nothing there for you know just just straight bitterness and right. um and and close-mindedness too right 
Right. Like logic, you know, when logic wasn't talking about, you know, his really complicated views on, you know, bipolar disorder, he was talking about critics getting off of his biracial dick or whatever he said. (laughs) So, like, none of that is on here. And I can appreciate this album for that. Uh, Because there's no BS politics that, or, you know, anything, anything. It's just, I don't know. And last week. Very good point with that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Since you brought up Hot Shower. Maybe the worst song on here, but DaBaby can rap. I discovered DaBaby. Right. He, that dude can actually rap because uh, I mixed him up with Lil Baby for a while. And Lil Baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, is, I forgot about Lil Baby. Yeah. He can't rap, in my opinion. <laughs> Lil Baby is not good. And then I, I watched like the new Double XL stuff, and I'm like, okay, here's DaBaby. Here we go. And I'm like, whoa, who is this guy? He's actually kind of good, and he has like a nice rapping voice and stuff. So Yeah, his rapping voice is really, really cool, actually. Really good. And you would think it's. With a name like DaBaby, you don't expect like this really gruff, like obviously adult man. But no, he's he's good. He actually had I think my favorite rapped verse on the whole album, uh, which says a lot about Chance. But yeah, I was I was uh, surprised by that. I mean, I haven't listened to much of him, but like I was I was surprised by by that. And like you know, yeah, he kind of sounded like Ti, I guess. No, he's he's good. Yeah, I, a little bit. Yeah, I like DaBaby. Um, I guess so. At least I haven't heard his new album, but you know, shout out to him. Um, based off of this right <laughs> so we got about i guess 20 minutes or so do you want to just go ahead and get into final thoughts let's do it let's talk about it all right i guess i guess i'll go i don't have a ton to say um you know i i just basically expressed the sentiment but i i don't want to be too mean because he seems like a nice guy and i'm mostly in the mentality of like i'm not really mad i'm just disappointed like i'm the <laughs> i'm that dad right now <laughs> Because um, nothing here is really mean spirited or malicious at all. It's just it's just a plain old, not very well executed album. Um, you know, Acid Rap might make my top fifty of the decade list when we make that list. It mm-hmm. it might make that. You know, it's I mean it's a top five project of the year it came out. Mathematically, it probably will be a top fifty out. So I I am a Chance the Rapper fan for the most part. He's so far from that now, though. And yeah, now I'm wondering, you know, outside of the existential stuff, <laughs> which, boy. <laughs> which we'll have a separate pod about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I'm already having these crises. I don't need that strengthened by <laughs> any of that. Um, so, you know, it's just like having those existential questions, uh, you know, I'm thinking, is he ever going to be a great rapper again? Should I be excited about the next Chance the Rapper album? Is my enjoyment of Chance the Rapper just done now? Uh, did he use a ghostwriter when he made Acid Rap? <laughs> Who knows? There's a lot of questions. Um, there's some decent guest appearances. Chance has some personality, a, a lot of which is annoying, but it, it, it's sometimes charming. Um, and there are moments, and I want to stress that word, moments, where I actually enjoy the musical direction he's taking. But that's it for positives. Uh, the Big Day is an overly long chore uh, with poor lyricism, uninteresting production, uh, and it has just this general awkwardness about it that I don't like. Um, you know, I, I listened to this twice. And some songs I listened to a third time. And that's it. Because yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't stomach it. I normally do a really good job of, in my view, of preparing 
this time there isn't any depth to it. There's nothing to get yeah. that isn't immediately apparent on your first listen. Um, the big day, it's it's either overly obnoxious or it's generic and bland, depending on what song you're listening to. Um, I I actually I was hoping to give this a three so that I could make a joke about how like Chance the Rapper wears a hat that has my rating of this album on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't I can't give it a three though. I'm never gonna listen to this again, so I'm giving it a two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, very, very good points Thank on you. all that. Thank you. Um, I think one of the things that you mentioned that is that, like, I want to reiterate is like one of the big things that I can't forget mm-hmm. is that, and that this is not a forced album. No. This is not a pressure from a record label. <laughs> this is chance independently saying, Oh yeah, that's what I want to put out. Which, I mean, it, it's it just adds a little bit more context, like what you were saying to like what is Chance the Rapper now? Like I don't even know what he is. Is this what to expect from now on? Is this the creative direction that we're gonna see? Because there's really no reason to forgive him for releasing this, other than he really wanted to do it he has nobody pressuring him for that um so (laughs) yeah that's that uh, very strange thought to have Mm -hmm. um i i i don't think i was i wasn't as big of a chance to rapper fan as you were right um i don't know where where you sit now i don't think (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly this 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 is part of it now yeah (laughs) We're both like I, I don't I don't even know what's <laughs> we're gonna go on some long walks and talks. Which way is up? I, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean <laughs> which direction are you talking about in regards to space time? So uh, anyway, the so chance I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, I wasn't as big of a fan of Chance the Rapper as I think you were. Yes. Um until maybe coloring book i really did enjoy coloring book and but now looking at it i don't think i really like coloring (laughs) as much (laughs) as i did and i think it's because i've gotten this context on the creative direction and how like how dangerous coloring book actually seems to be for chances like creative ideas um Acid Rap still holds up as like a you know brilliant, um, a brilliant landmark for an independent artist and just taking taking their career by their by with their own hands and just making it what they want to be. I, I mean, it's great. It's a great example of that. This is giving somebody giving a kid way too much candy and letting them do whatever the fuck they want to do, and this is what you get. <laughs> this is this is the thing. I mean, I want Chance to do whatever he wants to do. I love that he has this independence. I love that he really is taking things on his own and, and putting out things that he wants to do. But this is just like, have some goddamn self-awareness. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, and the the thing that we mentioned earlier, when I want to say too, with uh, comparing it with Logic and Eminem, there is something to be said about the fact that I don't feel as harshly negative towards him as a person as that. But again, I gotta say, musically, it's it's right there. It is right there, and you know, at the end of the day, it is a music podcast. So yes. it's it's not, you know. There, there is something to be said about the context in which, the, you know, with the lyrics on Eminem Logic and the lyrics on this. They're not as harmful on this at all, but they're just as fucking shitty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, it's a strange one to, it's a strange thing to, to reconcile with. But, um, yeah, overall, not too much else to say. I am, I'm sitting right there with you. Two out of ten. A two? Two out of ten. Well said. Well said. Um, I think we've said a lot about Chance the Rapper today. <laughs> and More than he ever could yeah. on this album. It's, yeah. Um, I actually, I looked up. I put Chance the Rapper's coloring book at number 46 on my top 50 of 2016. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you had Chance the Rapper's coloring book on your mm-hmm. year-end 2016 top 50? I want to say... It's higher than I think you would have it now, <laughs> given say, what you just said. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. I yeah. want to say, like, 14. It, well, okay, not that high. It, it was 28, but still, that's like... Oh, okay. That's still pretty good. Like, that means you were, I, yeah. you dug it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I got I to gotta give you props, honestly, because oh, you kind of called it. Thank you. Thank you. You really did. Like, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, yeah, you were right. This did not hold up as well as I thought it would. Oh, I appreciate so, that. Good job on that. You had foresight on, on chance. That wasn't what I was trying to do by pointing that out, but thank you. Hey, remember when you actually liked this album? Yeah, right. And, you know, I still like it. I would still probably have it right there this time, but I, uh, man. Um, I would, I would probably, I would definitely be closer to where you're at, um, if if we were to make that. I just saw now. some signs. I just saw some signs of where he was. Yeah. And I don't, I don't believe I in just, science. I, I believe, believe in signs. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I believe too much in science. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. You. Um, so, <laughs> so that's a, that's our chance. The rapper, the big day podcast. That was a really fun one. Even if we did mm-hmm. give it a two out of ten. So um. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm never going to listen to this album again. I'm actually going to take this off my Spotify <laughs> no, God, now. No. And, uh, yep, thank you for joining me, Patrick. And thank you all for listening. Until next time, bye-bye.